0: Hi, and welcome to The Movie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age old question which was better, the book or the movie? Rosha and I'm Hannah and if you want to hear more from the Boovie girls we are on Patreon all you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Boovie girls and you're going to want to sign up here soon because next week on the podcast we're going to be covering the first episode of what our next movie serials is going to be um, and we've already alluded to it obviously but it is the Bridgerton series um, and like we've said before you know our first episode will be on our regular feed but then everything else will be on our Patreon so mm-hmm. make sure to sign up to to get access to all of those podcasts. Uh, Bonus episodes, uh, but this week on the regular podcast, we are covering "Along for the Ride,"
1: and I have titled this one
0: "No, No, No" to Tally Ho. How did I know <laughs> that that's what you were going to do? Didn't have a whole lot to work with. I'm glad that they brought that into ever so slightly Slightly. into the movie Uh, so the book was originally published in 2009 and it's written by sarah Dessen. it has a four out of five on goodreads and it's 383 pages and
1: the movie just came out on netflix uh i think by the time we release this episode it'll be like a A week week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. almost a week exactly uh it's rated tv 14 it's a drama romance and it's an hour and 46 minutes long. It was directed and screen written by um, Sophia Sofia Alvarez. This is her uh directorial debut, but she wrote the screenplay for um to all the boys I ever loved okay. and to for PS I love you, the second one of that one. Oh,
0: nice. Okay. So, so she's yeah. familiar to this young adult. Yes, Netflix <laughs> yeah. craze. Cool. Uh, So the IMDb synopsis reads, the summer before college, Auden meets the mysterious Eli, a fellow insomniac. While the seaside town of Colby sleeps, the two embark on a nightly quest to help Auden experience the fun, carefree teen life she never knew she wanted. The quest. quest. (laughs) Although I don't know if she she actually wants it at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So a couple of uh, interesting facts. This is one of 14 novels written by Sarah Desson. Uh, her first was published in 1996 and her most late or most recent was published in 2019. Um, I've mentioned this a couple times, I think throughout our different episodes and things like that. Uh, she is one that I read a lot growing mm-hmm. up. So in middle school and high school, she was an author for lack of a better phrase, my auto by author, if you yeah. will. Um, she, you know, her writing very much was like, I guess, influential, uh, yeah. when I was growing up. Um. So she does have a couple of other like novellas too, but Mm -hmm. there's 14 total of her like full length novels. Um, uh, She's actually no stranger to her books being adapted. Um, The 2003 romantic comedy, How to Deal starring Mandy Moore is actually based Mm -hmm. off of two of her books um, titled That Summer and Someone Like You. So I don't know if she did like a combo situation. Um, I will say a lot of her books are actually pretty sure all of her books are set around the same area, similar Mm -hmm. to kind of Nicholas Sparks, that same kind of North Carolina area and do have a lot of similarities or connections. There's quite a few actually um, mentioned in this book that allude to her other books. And she even has a couple of nods in the movie um, that talk about some of her others. If you'll remember, uh, there's a scene where the girls at the, um, uh, clothing store talk about the lock and key necklace. That's like all the rage. Yeah. It's an uh, allude to her book, lock and key. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of little Easter eggs. If you're a big Sarah Dessen fan. Um, Along for the Ride did make the New York Times bestseller list when it was originally published. Um, After its publication, Sarah Destin was actually referred to as the bestseller machine Hmm. um, because, you know, uh, her her books became really popular with the teen uh, audience. And of course, you know, as teenagers, when you want something, your parents are probably going to get it for you, especially if it's a book. (laughs) So something very interesting and kind of... um, not problematic, but a little awkward, if you will. Um, in 2019, an Aberdeen News article um, quoted a uh, alumna from North Northern State University um, by the name of Brooke Nelson, who was talking about the university's Common Read program and talking about kind of representing diverse um, points of view, if you will. Mm-hmm. She kind of mentioned how Sarah Dessen isn't necessarily that kind of go-to as it relates to diverse mm-hmm. um Uh, points of view, because like I mentioned, it's a lot of, you know, similar areas, a lot of white characters, if Mm -hmm. you will, um, things like that. And she really wanted to push for the book, Just Mercy, which is also a movie that we'll Mm -hmm. eventually cover at some point, Um, kind of that type of book being more prominent or more important as it relates to representing diverse points of view. Long story short, um, she mentions, you know, uh, Dessen is fine for teen girls, um, but definitely not to the level of the common read program that they yeah. had at the university. Well, Sarah Dessen um, decided to take to Twitter. Oh, gosh. And um, basically, you know, men- mentioned that uh, this poor alumna's comments were mean and cruel. And, you know, she got actually a bunch of um, support from other authors mm-hmm. like Jodi Pico, which you love, Jennifer Weiner, and a few others kind of. Supporting her and the fact that she was, she felt like she was being, you know, punished or whatever for writing the types of books that she wrote. Long story short, again, um, uh, the university did apologize for the alumna's alumna's comments. um, And then eventually, Dustin did kind of redact or like recant her comment. Um, She says, you know, the the following that I have in the platform that I had, it's one thing to kind of make a mention of that but it's another thing to point it out and and blast it because she was getting kind of uh the alumna was getting mm-hmm. kind of backlash for saying the comments that she did yeah. from sarah Desson readers yeah and th- you know we know how social media is right? right like there's always going to be that army that like attacks the person who comes for anybody. Right. Um, so, and then of course the authors that did support her also recanted their comments and they said, yeah. you know, we, we were, we're in support of her, you know, standing up for herself, but we're not in support of other people bashing yeah. this poor alumna for, you know, her comments. Yeah. Um,
1: so I don't know, I guess here's my thing. I understand, especially in the world that we live in, everyone feels like we should be showing as much diversity as possible. Yeah. I f- just feel like, if you don't like the way this author if they're not doing anything offensive? Right. I guess like why should they if this is their writing style, if this is the culture that yeah. they write about and the area they write about, why force it in into there? Yeah.
0: I think the alumna was more so just saying like for this specific program, yeah. maybe we focus on other authors not just yeah. like authors like Sarah Dessen, but I am a, I agree with you. Yeah. Like if you're looking for a diverse uh, point of view go read a book go by a diverse else. author right? <laughs> right this this woman is a you know Sarah Destin is a white cis woman so right. that's what she's going to write about it would be problematic to your point if right. she was writing about lots of you know black characters or mm-hmm. trying to insert herself into you know things that she doesn't belong right. you know, writing mm-hmm. about so totally agree with you I just thought that was interesting that mm-hmm. uh, she got some some backlash for you know putting this poor alumna on, on blast yeah. for her comments because I mean freedom of speech is one thing but then you know yeah. to get um hate for saying something that you you know is more of an opinion than yeah. anything else I get it so yeah those are a couple of uh, interesting facts just about the <laughs> author and the book so the movie like I said just came
1: out so not a whole lot really not there's not a lot of reviews yet, um, but we are sitting at a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which about right. Which is about right. Um, not too many facts about the movie have come out yet. Um, it was filmed um, primarily in North Carolina, in Carolina Beach, Wilm- Wilmington, Cure Beach, and Oak Island were the, wa- were the places where they filmed it. Um, and then also the skate park that they filmed it at is actually a skate park mm-hmm. um, in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina called Ogden Park. So if you are a skater and you're out there, <laughs> you can go take a picture or whatnot. So um, so we'll jump into the cast. Um, I kind of felt, I don't know, it, it actually just kind of coming off of your comment mm-hmm. or not comment about your story a little bit about the diversity and culture. I feel like it was a little forced here. Yeah, I could see that. In, in a sense. Um, the girl who plays Auden, um, her name is Emma Passero. Um, she's been in a couple short films in another full length called am I okay um I actually really liked her she kind of has this like ambiguous um look to her of like she could be mixed Mm -hmm. or something but then they gave her two very white parents (laughs) so I was very confused I'm like there's no way this child (laughs) came came. from I mean you know and it's we're not you know supposed to think that she's adopted or anything um but I thought she did an okay job I thought she was she was cute. And...
0: There's a lot of criticism on this specific character for being too bland mm-hmm. in the book. Yeah. Um, so I do think she kind of, not spiced it up, but like got, she made her a little bit more interesting. Mm. And, you know, when you see a character come to life, it hopefully has a good experience as opposed yeah. to like it being negative. But I think in this case it worked and she kind of gave uh, Auden you know a little bit more personality yeah
1: I will say that's a good word um bland in the book I felt Auden was very bland and I thought Eli was very bland (laughs) you know what I mean like in and I'm glad that what they did with the characters in the movie brought them to life a little bit more um but yeah so I mean I think she did okay and I assume we will probably see her in more things you know coming
0: up you mean more Netflix movies yeah most likely (laughs) (laughs) all right so moving
1: on to Eli Eli is the love interest in this um in this story uh played by uh, Belmont Camelli uh he is in the reboot of Saved by the Bell that when I never watched he played Jamie Spano which makes me think that he's Jesse's son Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because I'm like yeah like I could totally (laughs) I could totally (laughs) see that but the whole movie I was just like this is like baby Heath Ledger like the, oh, hair, really? the hair, the mannerisms. I was like the whole time. I was I did like, not see that at all. Oh my gosh. I couldn't not see it. Interesting. I did love his hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought they did a good job of. Like I said, giving him a little bit more personality than Eli had in the in the book. But Eli in the book is much more
0: brooding. Yeah, much more like you're not really sure what's going on up inside his head. yeah, whereas like Eli in the movie is much more like spunky, a little bit mm-hmm. more like you said personality, a little bit more um likable. Yeah. for lack of a better word. Like mm-hmm. you want to kind of root for him a little bit more in right. the book. It was just kind of like, okay, like you're kind of depressing.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is, I think is what he's supposed to, he's supposed to be more of a recluse. Yeah. I think um, that then he comes across in the movie, but that was fine with me. Yeah. So uh, moving on to Heidi, who is Auden's stepmom, um, is played by Kate Bosworth. Um, she's been in a lot of, just random things. Um, she's been in the movie, uh, blue crush, how to win a date with Tad Hamilton. Um, she was in Superman returns. She's been in a bunch of just like random stuff. Um, she does have the two different color eyes, mm-hmm. which is very pretty. Um, it's just so funny now, like seeing her like in mom roles, yeah. because I grew up knowing her as like the teeny bopper, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. So now her, her life has gone, gone
0: to a different <laughs> A different role. She will forever be the girl in Blue Crush to me. For sure. Um, That's, like, her iconic role, I would say. I I feel like she hammed it up a little too much. Yeah. Like, when I was reading Heidi's character in the book, yes, she she definitely wants, you know, Auden to like her. And she wants to, like, be the spunky, you know, um, cool mom, if you will. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, I don't know, Kate Bosworth like, took it to, like, the extreme. Yeah. (laughs) And it was a little much for me at times.
1: Yeah. They kind of changed the dynamic a little bit between Auden and, and Heidi, I think in the movie where it was like, ended up being pretty, I felt like it was way more surface level in the Mm -hmm. movie than it was in the book. Like there's points where it's like, she leans on Auden a lot more to help with the baby. And then they kind of have this almost like a bigger coming to Jesus moment between the two of them in the book that we don't really get in the movie. Yeah, that's
0: true. It is much more like they're quick to, you know, get into the routine of things, if you will, yeah. not just with them overall. I right. Think. All
1: right. So moving on to Robert, who's Auden's mom or sorry, Auden's dad um, is played by Dermot. Mulroney. Mul- Mul- I think he's pronounced his last name. Um, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. My best friend's wedding, mm. which is like yes, one of my favorite movies. I'm um, using the family stone. Mm. He was in shameless. He was in a new girl. Um, he has not aged well. I thought he looked absolutely awful in this movie. Do you think
0: that's intentional?
1: I don't know what it was. There was a point where he looked so pale that I was like, I hope they didn't make up to make him look more pale because he didn't look
0: healthy. Oh, okay. Like, I I don't know. I thought they were going for like the, you know, seaside guy who's an author who's just like constantly in his room typing away. um, Yeah. And like, you know. He's not a businessman. He's right. not like your typical dad figure, if you will. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I I don't. I haven't seen his progression of age, so I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, like- <laughs> he's not. I, just, I I thought he
1: was a miss. I didn't yeah. think he was great. Like that's not who I would have ever thought to cast. I don't know who who that would have been. Um, but I also just thought like the character didn't translate very well from book to movie. I felt like they. I don't know. It was just weird. He like, was by
0: far my least favorite character. Yeah. I
1: don't know. <laughs> I just felt like there was such a different and like deeper dynamic between Auden and him in the book. Um, than they were, then they showed really, he kind of was even like in the, in the book, he's an author who's really, really working on his, on his book, but you can tell that he like is totally not interested in this baby, but like, you almost kind of was like, okay, but it's because he's so into his work. Like he just came off as like a total jerk in the movie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you didn't get that like total, like he's throwing himself into his work. Mm -hmm. It just looked like he was avoiding his family altogether. That's fair. So, Um, And then moving on to Auden's uh, biological mom, uh, Victoria, played by Andy McDowell. Um, I absolutely love her. She was in a recent Netflix uh, show called Maid, and she's the mom in that one. And I think she's just so great. Um, She was also in Groundhog's Day. um, But she's like a very specific character. I feel like she has to play. And it's always (laughs) this like kind of strange, quirky moms
0: (laughs) or whatever. Is she always this uptight in her other roles?
1: Uh, you no. Know, she's always just kind of like kind of eccentric, and is kind of like always is challenging what everybody else is mm-hmm. doing. Okay. You know, yeah. So, um. But again, it, same way, you don't get as much out of that character as you did in the book.
0: Yeah, they don't really dive into a lot of the relationships that Auden mm-hmm. has, especially with her family.
1: Right. Uh, moving on to Maggie, who is one of the girls that Auden becomes friends with. Um, in this story, played by Laura car car kookie car- i can't pronounce her last <laughs> name um she was actually in the reboot of the wonder years and then she was also in the cw show black lightning um i think she's absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. i just do not think she was the right person for this role at Interesting. all what not it has nothing to do with her being african-american i think they could have definitely i just felt like in the book I, I, you lost me the second she you had her, when she put her on that bike. I was like, this is so okay. unbelievable that this girl looks like she has never ridden a bike before. <laughs> like, and we are led to believe in the book that this girl is very good at BMXing yeah. and like, is just such a natural. And like, I just, I didn't buy it for two seconds. I,
0: I, I, I can see
1: what you're saying. She was awkward. And I was like, there. it was just, well, I don't I mean, know. I
0: don't know that any of those characters actually know how to BMX ride. Like, you know what I mean? They what probably mean? all, like, uh, those actors.
1: Oh, I bet the boys Like, in real did. life, you think? I bet the boys. The boys at least looked somewhat natural on a I bike. Guess. She yeah. looked like she had just learned, like, two days ago. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably the case. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it, there was such, like, the mo- Like I actually really loved Maggie's character in the book. She was probably one of my favorites, mm-hmm. where it was like, you're led to believe she's one thing. And then she's a totally different, you know, and I just felt like they didn't do that character justice. And
0: where I saw the disconnect, which I mean, it is what it is. But like the fact that she, you know, her ex-boyfriend is someone who um, Auden like makes out with right at the beginning of the movie. That didn't compute for me. Like someone like as beautiful and as like charming as her. And like, I get that he's supposed to be a tool either way. just did not make sense to me
1: yeah i don't know i was really bummed out with what they did with that character um and then lastly so she has three friends but really only two of them even matter in the movie (laughs) um leah's the other one um played by genevieve Hanilis, i believe you pronounce her name it was so funny the whole time i was like i know this girl i know this girl from when she was like younger. So she, um, recently she was in the Netflix show, um, American Vandal, which I haven't watched, but I've heard really great things about it. But so I used to nanny and I used to watch her all the time on this show called dog with a blog on the Disney channel. What is that? It was just about this girl who had a talking dog that like had a blog and it was just like, was, like an internet blog, like an internet blog. <laughs> and then she was also in the movie, um, uh, Snow Buddies which is like an offshoot of Air Bud but it's with the puppies and then she was in Spooky Buddies as well um but she's so Disney to me mm-hmm. and she still is acting like she's in Disney right. and I just couldn't get over her in this either yeah I mean I so. don't know
0: I don't know what any of those shows yeah. or, or <laughs> movies are but um I, she again to your point like there's Esther too but like they're not again not as important or like relevant as they were yeah. in the book i feel like in the book you still got the dynamic of all three of them interacting with yeah. Odin, whereas like in the movie they really harp on maggie more than anything mm-hmm. um which i guess makes sense if you're you know if you had to choose
1: yeah um, i don't know i just felt like in the book like she has it's like these i mean this happened i think this was a total miss because i felt like here's three friends who have been best friends for so long. We're finally getting to the point of their life where it's like, we all really like to do very different things. Mm-hmm. And it was so jumbled in the movie that I was just like, why even try at that point? You know, True, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I don't know. And then I like randomly, they kind of like make you believe that Esther like might be a lesbian. And I'm like, what, why are we like, she was in the book, wasn't she? I didn't pick up on that at all. I thought
0: at one point they said like, she's this, she likes this one girl or something like to that effect. Oh, I thought I remember I don't reading know.
1: that. I don't know. I just thought the whole like friend dynamic got so like muddied in the movie. Yeah.
0: No, so. I agree. Um, one character that you're probably not going to mention, um, but is my favorite character uh, is Adam. Um, yeah, can you guess why either. he's my favorite? I don't know why. Guess what a snack bang is.
1: Oh, Goobers. Goobers. Yeah, you know what didn't get included (laughs) in
0: the movie? That. (laughs) Listen, um, the original source material is what I stand by, and he loves Goobers.
1: I'm just saying. He was also the worst character, so (gasps) take
0: that with what you will. Adam? Oh, Adam. I was thinking of Jake. No, not Jake. No, Adam's, like, the cute one. He's really cute in the movie, too. I've seen him before. And then they also, like, don't really bring him in. Like,
1: it's one of those things that... Here's... (laughs) here's the thing that frustrated me with this film is that they kept in some characters and like, just went super like surface level, mm. like Adam, like didn't really get into him totally liking yeah. Maggie like this. They kept the, the friends in, but didn't totally go into it. And then they totally left out her brother. Like she yeah. doesn't even have a brother in this. And I was like, he is actually a huge catalyst in this whole Storyline.
0: Agreed. And they don't even put him in this Agreed, at all. Yeah. She has a in the book she has a brother named Hollis who's kind of like this carefree, like does whatever he wants, is off gallivanting yeah. in Europe, which kind of forces her to grow up a little bit quicker than she probably would yeah. have. Um, not to mention, you know, there's to your point, he he is kind of a catalyst for the reason she even ends up going to Colby yeah which we'll get into um but yeah completely decided to remove which I Hollis sucks. from the equation
1: <laughs> which i just thought sucks yeah. so i don't know and then there's another friend from high school that they don't bring in which i thought was kind of okay but then again they had to change the storyline a little mm-hmm. bit because they left that out yeah. so i don't know it was only an hour and 47 minutes long like this is what drives me nuts about netflix is like yes i appreciate the shorter movies but also like don't do that don't take away stuff for the sake of making it shorter like i, I mean, don't know let's be honest
0: though it is a ch- chiclet movie like do you really need it to be anything longer than that
1: no but i'm just saying <laughs> though is that like i just feel like the stuff that they changed they should have changed other things that's fair you know. but that I wouldn't don't have know. changed
0: the may not have changed the length of the movie either i don't way. know I don't know about just this just whole think- Sarah Desen thing in
1: general. <laughs> I just thought it was so, like, I keep coming back to the word just bland.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was reading um, Karen reviews in mm-hmm. preparation for ours, and I've noticed that quite a few people said that this book was probably her most bland, if you will. Yeah. Like, they were fans of her other work, and then they read this one, and they're like, "Oh yeah not, not,
1: yeah. not her um, best.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> so, know.
1: I mean, I never, uh, this is the first I even, like, like you said that you grew up on yeah. her. I've never heard of her before. That's crazy. To so, me. which is so funny, but I don't know. I don't know why I she, just,
0: this book was not my favorite growing up. I, yeah. can, I can tell you that for sure. Um, I vaguely remember what it was about. And then when I was reading yeah. it, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot all of this stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, they did what they could with the source material. Yeah. I will say that. Um, is that it for characters? Mm-hmm. All right. Time for who said it. Your first quote is life is full of screw ups. You're supposed to fail. Sometimes it's a required part of the human existence. Oh, let's go with Eli. Yep. Uh, next one. If you wake her up, I'll kill you. Hmm, that was Heidi. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Last but not least, I haven't changed. This is just me.
1: Auden. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good job. All right. Your options for F. Mary Kill. I promise these are all age appropriate, um, you know, people because they're all 18. At least 18. Uh, your options are Eli, Auden, and Maggie.
1: Um, I'll kill Auden because she's bland. <laughs> She kind of sucks. She kinda sucks. <laughs> um, I will take a ride on the bike with Maggie because I don't think I could last much longer with her because I think she'd drive me nuts. <laughs> and then I will marry Eli. Because okay. in the book, at least he has he has a big family. He was like a family guy and he's nice. and But then they put even... So funny. They take a like, uh, sorry, this keeps starving us. <laughs> they have to be this, like, cool, like, family guy that we don't get at all in the movie. And then all of a sudden, like, in the movie, they're like, and he wants to go to Barcelona. And I got, <laughs> okay, sure.
0: <laughs> um I will disagree with you. um I'll kill Auden, but I will take a ride with Eli and, and marry Maggie. I think me and Maggie would have a lot more in common than me and Eli. <laughs> so she'd be more interesting, I guess, in my, in my case.
1: You need to find someone who's different than you. Oh, I tried You's that. Like- Didn't work. You've tried it once. <laughs> mm, tried that. Didn't work. <laughs> all right. So the movie starts off with not the way it starts in the in the book. Surprising. <laughs> uh, but it's like this random, like, story about these kids who, you know, once graduation hits, they all go to the bell tower. And they ring the bell for an hour. And they TP it. And, okay. <laughs> it didn't happen
0: in the book. No. The book is just basically like a backstory on kind of how Auden or why Auden is the way that Auden is like kind of a recluse kind of you know didn't do the typical kid stuff I think I will say I liked the way it started because without so many words it kind of just explains who Auden is right which is basically who I was I was like the rule follower who like didn't like to do like things I wasn't supposed to do because that's why would I but do But that's that? not what I got from this though she wanted get? to do it she wanted
1: to go to the tower and her friend's like, no, that's dumb. So she's like, okay, then I guess it's dumb. Like that's, that's it. I thought it totally changed the dynamic. Oh, of interesting. Her okay, because I it didn't made read it that way. It, yeah. Because it made it seem like she's been like pigeonholed into being this smart girl with all these smart friends. But then she, deep down, she's wanted to do these things
0: her whole life. But I think she wants to do them because she thinks she's supposed to do them. Not because she genuinely deep down wants to do them.
1: But she ended up not doing it because her friend said it was stupid. So then she's like, okay, never mind. She sounds like more of a people pleaser. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. The book and the movie. Yeah, I I got two different opinions from her from the beginning of the book That's at fair. least. Um. So anyway, she's at home. She ends up staying at home, and her mom has all of these kids in her in her room, which they don't ever explain. <laughs> but her mom is a professor that yeah. we never really hear about. Correct. Um, and she has all these grad students that that come there. They do. In the book, her mom has a relationship with one of them mm-hmm. that we see him and we see his glasses the next day, but we don't actually get like the full backstory of this of this guy.
0: Well, I mean, we don't even get it at all in the movie, right? <laughs> exactly. So, which is interesting because, like, again, is it critical? No, but like, it kind of changed her perception of her mom too. Yeah. Because you know, most of this m- book and movie is focused on kind of why her dad is kind of absent, but like, sh- there's clearly some issues she has with her mom, too. right?
1: Well, and then so the movie, like, just automatically starts with her mom being like, yeah, Auden's going to Colby to spend it with her dad. Um, she's also going to work in her stepmom's <laughs> store. Um, and, like, at the beginning of the book, like, Auden has no plans to go to Colby. No,
0: she's planning to just, like you know, pass the time in her current city until she has to go to college. Um, what we mentioned earlier, you know, she has a brother uh, named Hollis. Hollis is off gallivanting and he actually sends her a gift, which is a picture frame that has like the words, the best of times. And so she's looking at this picture frame and she's like, well, I have no picture to put in here because I mm. had, haven't really experienced anything that would be considered the best of times, right. which kind of becomes to your point, the catalyst for her to be like, okay, mm. well maybe I need a change in my life. Maybe I need to shift things. So, Let me go to Colby, go visit my dad and my stepmom, meet my new sister, um, half sister, and then see what, you know, what I can get into, basically. Um, So that's kind of the reason or the way that she ends up going to Colby. But it takes a few weeks after she graduates from high school before she decides to make that. Well,
1: yeah. And in the book, it's like her stepmom had been emailing her being like, you should come, you should come, you should come. And she's like, no. (laughs) So it's like totally different in, in the movie. So. But anyways, Auden arrives in Colby um, at her dad's house, and no one answers. So she goes around the side, and um, her stepmom is there um, with the new baby because they just had a baby, um, and her dad's in the office. Um, the in the bait or in the book, one of the big storylines is that the baby's very colicky, mm-hmm. um, and that Heidi is having like an extremely hard time with this baby. I they never mention her being super colicky, but I was also like. I heard that baby cry for like 30 seconds while I was reading the book. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I have to listen to a baby <laughs> screaming for half of this movie, I'm turning it off. Well, good, like, good
0: news. That did not happen. No, no,
1: she's not calling. I mean, she's a fussy baby, but not nearly mm-hmm. as much, but I thought it was kind of, I mean, I just think it kind of took away because the baby was just kind of there in the movie, right. like in the book, like Auden ends up, you know, taking the baby for a walk and like helping with her. And like, that's one of the first times she meets Eli. So like, they took that out like completely.
0: Well, and she, the baby is kind of a major player in why there's so much turmoil between mm-hmm. Heidi and Robert, her Auden's dad. Um, and there's also another like storyline of like, you know, Robert got to name her, but Heidi really wanted to name her something a little bit more general, if you will, um, because both uh, Thisbe, who's the sister and Auden are named after authors, I believe. Um, so again, like things that are kind of focused on the, the sister are basically removed. Yeah.
1: So anyways, she, her dad ends up, uh, sending her to go get food. (laughs) She like thought her dad was going to like take her out to dinner and he's like, well, here's some cash. Go get some food
0: and bring me back some. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, so she does do that. And it's a very uneventful trip um, in the movie. Um, But something actually kind of happens in the book that was kind of important, which kind of got her to where she was in the book.
0: Uh, Yeah. So uh, when she goes in the book, when she goes to get the food, she walks past the local bike shop. And she sees a bunch of, like, these teenage boys. One of the boys ends up hollering at her, which I'm like, catcalling is not cute. No. No matter what age you right. are. no. It's not cute. No. Um, but basically calls her, like, the most beautiful girl. Because, of mm. course, you know, when there's new, fresh face right. in town. Because everybody in Colby knows each other. No one's a stranger. Mm. So, of course, this is a new girl. They're, you know, interested in seeing who she is. Turns out to be Jake, who we'll meet um, here at the tip. But they're talking about this tip place yeah. where we don't know but in the movie Heidi's the one that suggests. Tip.
1: Yeah, cuz when she comes home Heidi's like, "Well, you should go hang out with all these people um at the tip or whatever." And like that was another thing that I was like no no person who is antisocial <laughs> who is nervous around people like they yeah. make her believe that we she is in the book would just go there by themselves of all things it would take me i'm i like to think of myself as a very social person who goes out and is outgoing it would take me a lot to go to a place where i don't know anybody and just be like hey can i hang out with you there's no way this girl is doing that (laughs) there's no way she's trying to be different she's trying to change yeah i don't know but anyway so she ends up going there um she which the tip is just the beach just the beach (laughs) (laughs) it's nothing special yeah so um but she meets up with jake um and then we kind of see oh because heidi was like yeah when you go down there you should ask for maggie Mm -hmm. um she works at you know the store that i own or whatever so she ends up meeting jake and then she like makes out with jake and then she she like stops him and she's like oh like by the way like do you know maggie And then he's like, are you kidding me? Because at that point, she doesn't know who Maggie is. But again, they jumbled it up a little bit in the movie. Well, in the
0: movie, she has like the wherewithal to kind of stop Jake in his tracks. Um, In the book, we're led to believe that they actually do like hook up. Right. Um, Which we don't actually get the scene in the book because obviously it's a young adult book. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're led to believe that they do hook up.
1: Um, So now she's back at home and like she can't sleep. So she goes to the boardwalk. And while she's at the boardwalk, she sees a boy on his bike. Um, but that's about it. (laughs) And then, um, that one thing that I thought that we missed is that we end up seeing this quite a bit. Like she actually drives around a lot in Mm -hmm. the book. Like that's what she did at home. She had like this, her own little cafe that she used to go to. Um, we don't get any of that in, in the movie. Nope. So she comes home and Heidi and her dad are fighting. Um, but Heidi ends up taking her to the store. Um, Because like I said before, she already has this job at um, Clementine's, which is like the local gift shop that Heidi owns. Originally in the book, she isn't supposed to be working. And then she ends up getting a job because Heidi messed something mess something up.
0: Yeah, so basically we get this story that, like, obviously Heidi is overwhelmed with the new baby and the fact that Robert's not helping. So she's kind of trying to juggle her work and, and the baby and everything. She actually accidentally forgets to give a check of some sort or, like, doesn't... She doesn't do the payroll. She doesn't do the payroll. That's right, for for her employees, which, you know, if you're working there, that's kind of an issue. Um, but basically, as after a couple weeks of living uh, down there, um, she... Essentially, I don't want to say that Auden does she, I don't know, does she offer? Because it kind of feels no, like so she kind of got like roped into it after. So, a
1: while. no. So, what happened is that after the payroll incident happened, Heidi was trying to figure out how it happened and had left all her work on that's the desk. Right. That's right. And one night when Auden couldn't sleep, she goes down and goes through the entire books and finds and the figures mistake. Out. Yeah. And then that's when Heidi's like, Oh, do you actually want to do my books? And then she's like, Oh right. my um, guess. So yeah.
0: So the movie very much makes you think that like she had this job lined up. Whereas in the book it was like by happenstance because she knows a lot about bookkeeping, yeah. I guess um, that she gets yeah, the, in the
1: In the movie, they don't even really mention that she's even doing the books they just show her like
0: in the office (laughs) and i'm like well i think someone says something about accounting which i'm like i guess yeah but to your point if you haven't read the book you don't really know um but anyway so
1: she gets introduced to the girls that work there and it's maggie esther and um leah and we find out that maggie is jake's ex-girlfriend um she goes into the office um and it's funny because it wasn't as like obnoxiously pink as I as I pictured in the book. <laughs> like they yeah. talk about this like wall to wall pink. Like in the movie it's actually this kind of little cute wallpaper and I know, like the score. I, I thought, thought it was, was cute. too.
0: Um, very like on brand for a local shop,
1: right? Exactly. So, um, and then right at six p.m., the girls have a dance party. Um, in the book, I think it's nine p.m., like right before closing, which makes
0: a lot more sense to do it like last minute, whereas right. like six p.m., like people could just walk in at any time. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so the girls
1: are closing up, to and then they try to like figure out what they want to do. Um, I think it's Esther or Leah wants to go to Tally Ho, which is like the local club, and that's when they keep that's when they say no, no, no to tally. <laughs> ho um but anyway so the girls all kind of go their own separate ways and Auden goes to the gas grow which is just like the k- local convenience store um and she sees all the girls leaving um from the store with the boys so she kind of you can tell that she's kind of like a little upset that they didn't ask her yeah. to hang out
0: can we just talk about the lady that works at the gas oh grow? yeah she's so
1: funny she <laughs> just stares that at look. them <laughs> um but she goes in and she gets coffee and then she goes back to the boardwalk. And then she sees the boy on his bike again. And then we just get like a montage of this same daily routine over and over again. Which, again, like I said, it's a little bit more in the with her driving around and she doesn't go to the boardwalk every night. Right. Um, Reading the exact same book every single time. Right.
0: With the (laughs) amount of reading that this girl does, you would think she'd already be done with the book. Right.
1: So while she's on the boardwalk one night, though, uh, Eli ends up knocking over her coffee Which kind of makes them introduce each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in the book, she's actually walking... Thisby, um on the boardwalk when they kind of have their first interaction. To your
0: point, you know, Thizby's much more callicky in the book. So she actually offers to kind of walk her at like sunrise, basically, because she hasn't been sleeping at all, and Height poor Heidi hasn't either. So she's like walking her across the, you know, the whatever, the beach or whatever. And she does. She runs into Eli. Eli actually helps her out. He introduces her to the elevator game mm-hmm. or something, which is basically like, you know moving Browns, the baby yeah. up and down until they stop crying essentially. Right. <laughs> so he does this and, and, uh, Thysby does actually end up, um, stopping crying, but that's their initial encounter. It's not like one of their late night encounters that we see in the movie. Right. Um, so to make up for spilling her coffee though, he
1: ends up taking her to the laundry mat, which also kind of doubles as a little speakeasy coffee shop, <laughs> um, and pie shop, which I think is really cute, which does happen. Um well, in the I, book. I
0: loved in the book though that he was like, This is what you consider good coffee. Like, yeah. no, let me tell you, take you to a good place. Right.
1: <laughs> um, so anyways, they like play Connect 4, and she's never played Connect 4 before. Um And at this point though, he like already knows like quite a bit about her. Um, which he, they don't really allude to in the book, which kind of just like, you know, I guess drives home the whole small town ocean i guess well and i
0: think in the book we don't know that like heidi knows um eli until a little bit later like she doesn't realize that like essentially they all run in the same crowd and everybody knows everybody until a little bit later yeah
1: um so Auden says that she needs to like do more kids stuff and um, you know, she tells him that she knows how to ride a bike, but like deep down, we all know that she doesn't know how to ride, <laughs> ride a so bike. She's
0: so adamant about it.
1: Yeah. Um, but she asks him, you know, if, if he wants to hang out again and you know, they, this is where they decide to like make it a quest. And like the quest is going to be to do all these things that she hasn't done, you know, in her childhood, which
0: is cute. Well, she doesn't fully agree to it at no. this point yet. She's like, mm. Let me think about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, She
1: gets home late, though, and this is where she kind of helps out a little bit more with this bee. Um, And then she's at the store the next day and the girls, she actually overhears the girls talking about Eli. And then they also mentioned something about somebody named Abe. Um, so she, you know, her ears perked up a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, so later that night, though, um, Eli takes her to play mini golf, which doesn't happen in the book. Nope. They don't – the things – what I thought was funny, and we'll get into this a little bit more about other things that they do, like, it was so, like, in the book, they do it at night, in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. when everyone is sleeping. And
0: everything is closed.
1: Everything is closed, (laughs) except the gas grow. Yeah. And so – And this
0: coffee shop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And in the movie, it's like, they're going mini-golfing. They're doing things – they go bowling, I think, and go – you know, gallivanting the grocery stores
0: and and the thrift store. Yeah. yeah I cut I, yeah, I didn't appreciate that either because I was like, okay, this whole time in the book, like it's it's about the fact that they're it's late night yeah, you know, adventures because both of them are insomniacs. I'm right. sorry, a person that doesn't sleep at ten isn't considered an insomniac. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just kinda thought it took away from that whole part of the yeah. story.
0: Um, I guess it, they did it to make it more interesting that like more places and things that they're doing as opposed to like going to the same three places over and over again. I don't know. I guess. I don't know.
1: Um, but anyway, so she ends up telling him about how she like got stood up for prom and like her main thing was, is that she, you know, was sad that she didn't get to wear the dress. She didn't really care about the boy. Um, the boy that she ends up talking about that she gets ditched though, he actually is in the book and like
0: comes Back (laughs) into the storyline. Yes, he does. I'll explain it a little bit later in terms of kind of how that happens. Because to your point earlier, it does change the ending of the movie.
1: Yeah. Um, We also find out that Eli used to be um, a bike pro, um, but he's not anymore. So this is kind of the first um, look that we get into, like, something happened in Eli's life that has has changed his Mm -hmm. course a little bit. Um, so now it's a rainy day though. And Auden's at the store and her mom shows up and I love this. I actually really like this scene in the book. Um, but of course they fast forwarded it in in the, in the movie. Um, but there's like all these like pink ponchos at the store. Um, so she puts on one of those to go talk to her mom and she takes, um, her mom out to lunch in the book. It's like, she's actually wearing Heidi's coat. It's not just some random poncho at the store.
0: Well, and I just love how her mom's like, I'm going to meet you outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I just want to stop down. If you hear any like banging or anything, Please excuse it. Um, where we're recording, they're like redoing the upstairs people's carpet. Um, it's past. It's way past five. So yeah. I don't know why they're still on the clock. But anyway, we just want to make sure they that took a 17 hour lunch <laughs> in the middle of the day. But in case you hear anything, that's why we're not just incessantly, you know, banging.
1: You can um, hear the annoyance in my voice throughout. Boyfriend this Ray <laughs>
0: isn't in the other room just banging on the wall. Yeah. We promise.
1: Uh, um. So anyways, her mom kind of lectures, uh, her about, you know, not really taking this summer seriously and that she should really start reading her books for college. Um, but then, so she's kind of upset. Like she kind of has this, you know, argument with her mom. And so she goes and sits on the beach and Maggie actually comes and finds her and, you know, talks to, talks to her about her mom. And we find out that Maggie, um, is also going to the same college as Auden And that she actually knows who her mom is. And I thought it was such a lost moment. Like it was so kind of cool in the book. Like you get this like inside of like, you think Maggie's this airhead. You think she's doesn't have anything going for. And then boom, she's going to the same school as Auden. She knows who her mom is Mm -hmm. like, and it was so just like glanced over in the movie. Yeah.
0: 1000%. Also, I feel like the movie Maggie was like quick to not, not, like forgive Auden, but like their friendship happened a lot quicker, yeah, than in the book, like in yeah. the book i I almost feel like there was one scene that we didn't even get where they're at a party, and like she's says something or does something like specifically toward um Auden, and I can't remember it was like she asked her like, what kind of name is that even or so I can't or is that somebody else there's
1: something we we miss a whole um house party, which we can get to in a little yeah. bit. Um, and that's what actually brings them together. Got it. Um, okay, but yeah, they, the friendship was just kind of like, okay, now we're going to be friends.
0: Right. It was like next scene. <laughs> right. Um,
1: so anyways, the next day, um, this is where Maggie actually ends up bringing her to the bike park. And we find out that Maggie is lo and behold, this like BMX girl. That one I was talking about earlier that I didn't buy for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but anyways, we then find out that they're going to have um, there's a party at the Conch House that night, which I guess is probably in replacement to that party I was just talking about, because this one's like they stop before they go to this party. They stop and go get snacks at the mm. gas grow. Um, snack bang. Snack bang. <laughs> Super oh, important. So stupid. What's your snack bang? <laughs> Uh, what do I usually get on, like, I usually go for, like, the Sour Patch Kids mm-hmm, for, like, mm-hmm. anything that, like, is more than, like, a couple bites for a road trip.
0: Yeah. So. I know both of our, like, go-tos is Reese's, P- Reese's mm-hmm. Peanut Butter Cups, but that doesn't work in every scenario. Right. Because it has to be, like, the right temperature. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Exactly. It's not like a road trip snack.
0: No. Road trip snacks Unless you're eating be... it right at the beginning of the road right. trip. Like,
1: road trip <laughs> snacks are something that can sit in a bag for about three days. Yeah. And then you still want it.
0: Yeah. Like, um... Munchies are my, like, go-to road trip snack. Because it's, like, you get a little bit of everything, but Mm -hmm. also you can keep it in the bag for, like... As long as you close the bag properly. Yes. (laughs) It doesn't get stale.
1: (laughs) Um, And then they, like, are driving to the party, and they let Autumn pick this weird song that then I guess they all know...
0: So Auden feels like part of the girls, or I was or whatever. really concerned she was gonna pick like some obscure song that none of them were gonna know, yeah, and then it was gonna be like an awkward <laughs>
1: situation, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it was still a weird song, and I was like, I have no idea what song this is, it's
0: probably what all the cool kids are listening yeah, to, probably.
1: Um, but they're at this party, um, Auden actually ends up asking Maggie about Eli, and this is where we find out, um, about Abe and how Abe and Eli used to be best friends. They were on a, they were both pro BMX riders. Um, they went to a competition in New York and while they were in New York, um, on their way home, they got hit by a drunk driver. Eli was driving, Abe was in the passenger seat and Abe died in the car accident. Super
0: um, sad.
1: so, <laughs> so yeah, so I guess that party technically is in replacement to this other party that
0: happens. Yeah. And uh, again it's vague because we clearly don't get that exact party um in the movie but from what i my recollection was like she walks in she has obviously none of these kids know her it's like right at the beginning when she Mm -hmm. uh, first you know comes down to colby and she has this encounter with this girl and this girl's like Auden. like what kind of name even Mm -hmm. is that and she actually like responds Mm -hmm. and like you're not supposed to respond to that sort of a rhetorical question (laughs) so like later the girls are like giving her crap like you didn't need a response She's like well she asked a question like yeah. what do you expect <laughs> so it's like it very much like points out the fact that Auden is different than yeah. most of these like well, newly graduated kids but the big thing that happened at that party though the girl that asked her
1: that was eli's ex-girlfriend because oh eli that's yes right. because that's she I the because eli okay. is at this party she starts talking to eli like oh this is the guy i've been hanging out with you know, she, cool. like,
0: insinuates that they're still together, and she's like, don't talk to my guy. Or yeah,
1: something like yeah, so this girl gets jealous, and then that's when she brings up the whole, like, what kind of name is that? So the girls get her out of that situation, and they actually, like, kind of give her, like, a little bit of props of being like, oh, you actually, like, kind of stood up to her mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, because she wasn't, you know, totally into the situation or yeah. understanding the situation. And um, so, anyways, that's what kind of brings her and the girls together in right. the in the book. Yeah. We don't get that at all in the movie. No, they're
0: just like fast friends. Yeah, <laughs> within a day. <laughs> um. So,
1: anyways, the next scene we get is Eli and Auden are watching, <laughs> lo and behold, The Princess Bride together, which is boyfriend Ray's one of his favorite movies. That's so funny.
0: Um. I feel like you've told me that that it's boyfriend Ray's it like favorite is. movie a couple times, which I still don't understand.
1: Well, it's a book, so.
0: No, that's great, but like, why is it his favorite movie?
1: Why is your favorite movie your favorite movie?
0: Because uh, it's the Titanic, duh. So
1: why is the Titanic? Yeah. So why is the Titanic your favorite um, movie?
0: Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Right. So there you go. So at this point, she actually ends up opening up to Eli a little bit more. I think more so in the way to like maybe get him to open up. And she tells him that the reason that she doesn't sleep at night is because when she was little. Um, her parents used to wait till she was asleep for them to start fighting. So in her mind, she's like, all right, if I don't sleep, then they're not going to fight. Um, obviously that didn't work.
0: Yeah. Um, but also like, thanks parents for like cons- taking me into consideration to wait till I go to sleep to fight. Right. <laughs>
1: um, so anyways though, so she was thinking at this point that maybe Eli is, will open up to her. He doesn't. Um, so she's at home the next night and she's YouTubing old videos. Um, Of Abe and Eli, and she gets kind of sad about it. The next day, the baby's crying, um, and to get away from having to help take care of the baby, um, her dad actually asks her, he's like, hey, let's go to lunch, because I don't want to deal with this baby. And she, at lunch, she ends up, her dad, like, ends up having her read, like, the first draft of his book, which doesn't happen in the book. No. Which was
0: odd and, like, strange, but uh, can we just talk about the fact, like, Like, everything else in this movie, everything's, like, brushed over. Like, I feel like because I said Robert is my least favorite, I have to, like, make everyone understand why. Or not (laughs) my favorite, He's my least favorite. Because in the book there's so many instances where he really like has the opportunity to like step up and like be the dad that he wasn't for Auden. Yeah. And time after time, after time he keeps disappointing. Yeah. And it's like, that's not really mentioned, especially cause you know, to your point earlier, like the baby's not as like, you know, callicky. There's not a, not that as many like scenes where he's put into these situations. So it's like very much brushed over. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And even when, you know, she has a confrontation with her dad later in the movie that doesn't make as much sense because we don't see like everything building up to that point of him, like not being there as much as, you know, they need him to be.
1: Yeah. So she's kind of like actually super offended when her dad's like, Oh, by the way, can you do this for me? Um, so which kind of like sends her into like, okay, I don't want to be this kid that my parents think that I've been, you know, all these years. So she goes to the bike shop to find Eli and says that she wants to do the quest of all the things that she didn't get to do when she was younger. Um, so they like go and trespass at a lighthouse, which does not happen in the book. Um, and Eli actually tells her, you know, during this, that, you know, he at one point wanted to move to Barcelona or thought that that's what he would do. Um, but he's retired. (laughs) She's like, you're retired at, you know, 19 must be nice. Um, but yeah, they ride around in a shopping cart at the thrift store. And while they're doing this, they, they come outside and the shopping cart tips over and Eli gets like super apologetic. He's like, Oh my God, we're being stupid. Like we got to go now. Like, I don't want to hurt you, blah, blah, blah. And like, I understand what they were trying to do in that point, but like that wasn't in the book and I don't think it needed it in the movie either.
0: Well, yeah. And like, I'm sorry, you're going to equate a, um, accidental car crash to her falling over in a shopping cart. Like it did not compute.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. Um, the next thing we get is that the girls want to throw an HDT, HDP party. Um, and because they want to be able to observe how Eli and Auden are interacting with each other. Um, this isn't the reason why they have that party in the book. Um, they had these hot dog parties all the time when, um, when Abe was alive mm-hmm. and it was something that he really liked to do. So they decided like, you know, it's time. Like, let's start to do the things we used to do. Um,
0: again, they it's didn't, not the girls uh, who decided it's the boys that come right? up with the idea. And like,
1: again, you don't get the full story of, What these hot dog parties are and all this stuff—it's just kind of thrown in there. A hot dog party sounds cool. So fun. (laughs) Um, So, anyways, Auden ends up inviting Eli, you know, to the hot dog party, and he's like, "Nah, like I don't really want to go." And at this point, you know, she meant she ends up telling him that she knows about Abe, and then he like completely shuts her out because he's like, "I didn't think that again." They did a very good job of explaining this, like. He says it, he's like, you know, I liked, you know, I liked hanging out with you because you didn't say stupid stuff like it wasn't your fault or whatever. Like in the book they actually like, you know, very eloquently talk about it. he's like, I just really liked being around someone who didn't look at me like I was a pity right. or well, like, bad or like, for me.
0: Didn't even know my whole life story, right? She's yeah. new to the city, like she doesn't know everything there is to know about him. So he can almost start fresh a little bit and he yeah. doesn't have that baggage of like Abe and everything that came with Abe. So like, d- yeah, they brush off, you know what it, what it actually entails. But like he mentions, yeah, like you were, you were giving me a pity friendship, but there yeah. was so much more to it than that. Right. Um,
1: and then we see that her mom keeps trying to call and she's shutting her mom out. So now she doesn't have her mom. She doesn't have Eli. Cause he's still not talking to her. Um, it's now the 4th of July. Um, and Heidi, uh, ends up leaving like a swimsuit out, I guess. Cause what this hot dog party was on the 4th of July. guess so. I guess so. There's no really 4th of July celebration in the nope, book. Just all. a hot dog party. Yeah. Um, but Heidi leaves out a swimsuit for Auden to wear to the party. Um, and so we're now at this hot dog party and the guys are trying to figure out a new name for the bike shop, which is something that's kind of like this ongoing thing in the book. And it's just kind of mentioned randomly in the movie um, that they're trying to find a different name for the bike shop that they all work at. Well,
0: in the book, like Auden and Eli talk about it a lot too, because Mm -hmm. it's it's owned by the same guy that owns the coffee shop. Yeah. And you know, he says like, there needs to be a new name. We're still trying to figure it out. I think they even start brainstorming some ideas outside of like the guy group doing it. But yeah, to your point, they just like randomly throw it in there. It's like, why even bring it up at that point? Right,
1: Exactly. So Eli ends up showing up to the party and everyone's kind of like, of course, really awkward around him being like, Oh, I didn't think you'd come and like, you know, are just like making it what exactly what he didn't want it to be. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to be able to be there with his friends. So Auden steps in and starts a food fight to get all the awkwardness out of it, which was something that they had talked about in the book about one of the things that all kids do is get into a food fight. And I'm like, this is Rosha's worst Nightmare. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure there was a food fight um at the camp that I went, like an overnight camp. Mm-hmm. And I basically just left the room because I was like, <laughs> no, no thank you. I don't
1: think I've ever been in a food fight and I don't really I just don't see
0: the appeal of it. It's kids being I'd gross. rather eat all that food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so they all end up after the food fight, they all end up going for a night swim in the ocean. Um Auden and Eli finally kiss and it's just like ugh, the whole thing when they were like kissing in the water, which is not how it happens in the book. And then like Maggie, like starts yelling at them. And I'm (laughs) like, stop. Like it was all just so annoying to me. Interesting. Like the acting was annoying. Like I was like, just, I don't know.
0: I mean, the the sentiment of like kissing the boy that you like, like in the ocean at night, like sounds cool. Yeah. But like it would did, it did not register. No. Um, they actually, the first kiss in the book is actually on the dance floor at the Tally Ho. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's also not as cool no. because like you don't want to like have a first kiss at a club. Right. Right. Because <laughs> those never end well.
1: No. no. Um, but anyways, they all end up watching all the fireworks together. Um, and Eli and Autumn end up sleeping, um, the entire night in the back of his truck. Um, she's, she ends up getting up early. She's walking. I thought she was just walking home. Evidently she was walking to the coffee shop to get coffee (laughs) for them. Um, but she ends up seeing her dad, um, with a suitcase outside of the coffee shop, which I guess is also the outside of the hotel that's there. And he says that he's going to be leaving Heidi for a little bit. And then, so you know, they end up getting into Auden and her dad getting into an argument basically saying like, you know, you quit on mom and I, now you're quitting on Heidi and Thisbe. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Basically
0: things happen a little bit differently. She actually goes home in the book and sees the fight ensue like Mm -hmm. between Robert and Heidi. And she actually ends up spending the night at Eli's apartment in the book, Yeah. not in his truck bed, which makes sense for the hot dog party but not in the case of the book um and then like once she sees the fight then then robert decides like okay Mm. maybe it's time to kind of separate so it's not this like weird thing where she runs into him in the street after they've already fought
1: so after she leaves her dad she ends up going home and she talks to heidi and heidi's obviously like distraught so she ends up calling her mom Mm -hmm. to come and help out um with heidi which She does eventually Eventually. in the book, but she calls somebody else first for help. She
0: calls Eli's mom actually, which you know, I guess makes sense to help
1: more to help out with the baby, the baby because Eli's mom in the book is like a NICU nurse, right?
0: But I also didn't get like we didn't get any sort of like introduction to his mom, right? And like the connection between Auden and her, so it just felt weird like out of nowhere that she would call her. It makes sense because she's a nurse, but yeah. So like the, the reason she was brought in was to help with the baby in the movie. It was much more like her mom came to like give advice to Heidi, which again, eventually she does come in the book, but not right at this point. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so Auden's all upset. She goes and she's sitting alone on a dock or something somewhere. And Eli actually comes to find her. And you know he still like doesn't know any of this. Ha- any of this has even happened in the book. He does know mm-hmm. that this happened. Well, yeah, because his mom's there. <laughs> yeah, um, and he like brings her a bike. It's like a- this really cute beach cruiser or whatever. And she basically just snaps on him and is like, you know, I don't want to joke around about this anymore. Like, and you know, you keep making this joke about me not knowing how to ride a bike. And she just basically is like this whole thing has been a joke like this quest is a joke like i'm done with this and so they have this big huge fight and he leaves um in the book she has a totally different them getting into this argument happens, but for a completely different reason.
0: Yeah. So in the book, if you remember, we've mentioned how she got stood up at prom, Mm -hmm. um, by this guy named Jason. Well, Jason comes into the picture in the book, actually. Um, he shows up because there's some sort of a conference in Colby. Um, and he starts like talking to her and, she slowly realizes like this guy is like way far ahead of her in terms of being prepared to go to Mm -hmm. college. And she's like, Oh my God, I haven't done any of my work that I need to do. So she starts panicking because she's like, I'm going to be behind when I eventually go to college. So then she kind of steps back from like her relationship with Eli, Mm -hmm. whatever they haven't even made it official, but like hanging out with Eli, basically she kind of steps back. um, But she does continue to like, talk to jason mm-hmm. um and and like that she's trying to see if like maybe she should be exploring that instead like right. giving him a second chance even though she got stood up so we get that in the book and then eventually it comes into play at the end too but this is kind of the reason her and eli have this confrontation of like mm-hmm. i can't be spending more time with you like yeah this has all been fine and everything up until this point but like i need to focus
1: right. So a little bit different between the book and the movie.
0: Well, I just didn't, I didn't understand I didn't appreciate, like I didn't get in the movie why there was such a like focus on the fact that she like can't ride a bike and then he like brings the bike and then she like yells at him because of bringing the bike. Like I get it. She can't ride a bike. I don't feel like it was that harped on in the book. I think it
1: comes up quite a bit actually in the book, but But it's not like
0: angry at him. No, but
1: I think that that was, I think in the, in the movie I mean, we're all led to believe that she's not snapping on him because of the bike. She's snapping on him because, yeah. because of everything else I that's guess. happening. Just you know how many weird. times I've snapped on boyfriend Ray about things that have nothing to like. That's not the reason
0: I'm upset. I know. I just felt like, like it was so like I don't know weird that yeah. that was like the, her tipping point.
1: Yeah. Um. So anyway, she ends up going back home at this point, and Heidi and her mom are like getting along. Um. But at this point, her her dad actually comes back home. Um, so whatever Auden said to him, you know, he took to heart, and so now he's back to talk with talk it out with Heidi. That was my
0: other issue. It took him weeks before he actually came back. Right in the book, yeah. Like you're telling me, what one conversation automatically just like made him realize, oh, like the error in his ways? <laughs> yes. In
1: the in this fast-forwarded movie, yes, it does.
0: Yes. <laughs> um.
1: So anyway, so Auden ends up talking things out with her mom. Um, about her dad. and like, you know, I think it was just more of a she saw it one way when she was a kid, and it was her mom kind of being actually like, you know, that's not exactly how things were, you know, and so, which I think anybody, that could be the case for anybody yeah. in life. um so anyways, then she comes back and like Heidi tells her, you know, about her past and how she almost moved to New York and then decided not to, which, Again, which I think was just kind of a last ditch effort to try to tie this back to the book. <laughs> like, there is no point of yeah. it in the movie at this point. Um, but anyways, the next scene we get, which does happen in the book, she actually reaches out to Maggie to help her learn how to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, which, she's teaching her how to ride this bike, and I'm like, where is your freaking helmet? Like, I don't like.
0: Come on, yeah. like, put a helmet. on. Yeah, she's not on. wearing. She's not riding uh, with training wheels. Either. Right. So it's like you. She probably fell a lot more than we actually. Yeah. Said. Um. So
1: then, anyway, she ends up going to try to find Eli at the bike shop, and he's not there. And we actually find out that he's actually started competing again, which does happen. Um, in the book, um, but again, just fast forwarded in in the movie. And at the competition, she ends up, you know, going to talk to him and apologizes.
0: Um, and... That's the thing that's different, though. She doesn't actually see him compete in the book. In the book, she actually watches some video of him competing. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason that kind of pushes her to start learning how to ride the bike. So it was almost like flip-flopped in the book
1: or in the movie. Um, But then that night, she, like, sleeps through the night for, like, since the first time ever. Um... And then so the next day <laughs> Eli shows up to her house in a tuxedo. That was I threw me off. I was like, "What?" But <laughs> I understand what they did because what they were replacing in in the movie from the book is because every year there's this like party that they throw. Yeah. And this year it's prom themed.
0: Yeah, so Heidi's kind of in charge of doing this beach bash that they do every year. This year it just so happens to be prom themed, which is ironic because she got stood up for prom. Uh, if you'll remember, she's kind of talking to that guy Jason still during this time, and she she actually like get he, he's like, well, why don't I take you? Yeah. Like we can you know go together poor Auden gets stood up again. <laughs> right. He's basically like, Oh, I have to go back and I'm so sorry. And like, yeah, I can't go anymore. So she gets stood up again and then she ends up asking Eli and Eli's like, Ooh, yeah, can't. Yeah. Um, cause it turns out he's competing. Um, but yeah, we don't, that's not what happens here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he shows up in his tux um, and then he, like, tells her, like, that they're renaming the bike shop Abe's Bikes. Which is not what... Did they even pick a name no. at the end of the book? Yeah, <laughs> no. No, after they so. talked about it for so yeah. long. Um, But anyway, she ends up going to put on the prom dress that she decided to bring with her. Even Colby. though she claims she didn't bring right. it. Right. So she went and puts, puts on the dress. And then they, like, ride bikes around. And it, <laughs> the thing I thought, I was like, they show them on these bikes together. One, her boob is about to fall off yeah. this entire scene. Yep. Like I kept being like, please put your hand over. Then you're telling me that dress did not fly up once no. in that wind. I know.
0: Uh, well, and weird. then I
1: was like, why is she not riding the bike that he bought for her? <laughs> like, where did this
0: other random bike come from? So I don't she know. does buy a bike in the book. Yeah. Unintentionally. She like goes to find Eli or something and then like gets roped into buying. Yeah. One. But that's, I'm assuming that's the one she bought. I guess. Hard I to know. say.
1: No, no, so They end up going down because they had made a joke, you know, about this dress like a while ago where, where he, she was like, What would I do with this prom dress at this point? He's like, I don't know, drink Cokes and skip, skip rocks. rocks. <laughs> so that's what they end up going to do. They go down to the ocean, they skip rocks, they drink Cokes, and then all the girls show up and all the boys and they're all in their prom dresses and they throw this like beach bash themselves. Right. Um, which
0: Impromptu prom
1: to <laughs> prom. Yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> And then it kind of closes. And then the next thing we see is the freaking picture frame from her brother that well, doesn't
0: exist in doesn't the movie. Doesn't exist
1: in the movie. And it says the best of times. And it's a picture of all of them um, at
0: the beach prom. It's um, almost like the movie was intentionally Easter egged for those that have seen yeah. or read the book. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Like oh, they for sure. bring anything, everything in, but the like little nods that they right. did, it's like, okay, if you read the book, you'd know what yeah, that means. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> um, and then the movie wraps up um, with Maggie and Auden are in college and they're roommates, which I'm like, obviously, duh. <laughs> um, and then she
0: gets like a postcard from Eli from Barcelona. And then that's how it ends. <laughs> the book is a little different. Um, Eli does end up staying and he also goes mm. to Vries, um, takes classes there. And then I think the book ends with like them going to their usual spot at a diner mm-hmm. late at night, which is like their yeah. MO. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it ends. So like, movie ends with them having a long distance relationship i guess because that's gonna work in college yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i like the ending of the book a little bit more i just felt like it was a little bit more realistic than this like pipe dream of going to barcelona
1: yeah the only thing was is that they made it sound like it was so hard to get into defreeze and then it turned into like everyone's going there <laughs> and then eli just randomly got in there like also defreeze
0: a real place i don't know I, I didn't look it up
1: i don't know <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Anyways, that's how the book ends. Uh, would you say that the movie stayed true to the book? I mean, the the, the bones, sure, sure,
0: sure. Uh, book or movie for you? Uh, I gotta go book. Same here. Um, As much as like the movie was like a cutesy movie and like whatnot, I think if I hadn't read the book, I probably would have enjoyed it just fine. Yeah. Uh, the book just like dives so much deeper into these characters and like right. the actual relationships that they all have. Yeah. We, I mean, we keep harping on it, right? Like. There's so much more depth, even though the characters are a little bit more bland. Right. There's definitely more depth as it relates to their stories, which I appreciated. I agree. Well, that's great. I think (laughs) this is, what, like the first
1: in a few weeks? I don't know. Where we picked book? I don't know. I can't remember. We're all out of order and what
0: we're recording and what no, we've done. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's been like a, a good consistent, like three weeks where we've picked the movie. So it was about time that the book won. Yes. Um. Yeah. All right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts. go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the boobie girls. You can also email us at the at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. If you want to sign up, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash the boobie girls um because what are we doing next week
1: next week will be our very first episode of Bridgerton season 1 episode 1 um that'll be the only one that will be on our normal feed um and
0: then if you want to listen to them further they'll be on our patreon yep and if you want to read the books as well um this will be the duke and i which is the first book in the series we've mentioned this a couple times but costco does have them for pretty cheap um if you're if you want to listen or if you want to read along as well so thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye